Hey everyone, I have some amazing news for you. I gotta share it with you, okay? So listen, this is a quick commercial about something that has been such delightful in my life. I have to share it with you. I can't keep it to myself. Have you heard about Hungry Root? Oh my gosh, you've got to try it out. Hungry Root is an online grocery service that delivers modern healthy food with recipe and meal planning support. Guess what? It is such a great way to eat to eat well, to eat healthy and feel great. I don't know about you, but somebody who's busy like I am and you are, there we got to find things that work because we need our time back. You hear me? So try Hungry Root today. You get to pick the foods that you want based on your food profile and your interests, based on your health desires. For example, I am plant-based, so I choose things that are soy-free and that are healthy, right? If you eat meat, you can pick things that, are, that, that have protein, whatever you want, and you get this amazing delivery with all of your goodies. My listeners, my followers, my listeners, I have good news for you. If you want to try Hungry Root, I put the I'll put the referral code in the show notes and you get 30% off your first two deliveries and a free gift for life. Did you hear me? Let me say it again. 30% off your first two deliveries and a free gift for life. How amazing is that? And guess what? There's no lifetime contract. You can pause it anytime. You can end it whenever you want, but you've got to try it out. And I promise you that when you try it out, you're going to love it. So give it a try. Check it out. Let me know you enjoy the next episode. Talk to you soon. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome to Empower to Empower You podcast. I am so excited that you decided to join me today. Those of you who've been following me from January 2020, I am so thankful for you. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for sharing the episodes the episodes to your friends, your loved ones. Uh, those of you who stumbled upon today's episode, you are in for an amazing, tasteful treat. I'm so excited. If you want to take a step back and listen to episode 69, which is about the story that we tell ourselves, feel free to do so and come back. But if not, hang on, grab your journals, grab your cup of tea or coffee because you are in for an amazing, an amazing episode. You did not stumble by mistake. Okay. Now, for those of you who just Find, found out about the episodes uh, January 2021. As you notice, I have had a lineup of just several guests coming to just bless and add value to the episodes. And every guest has added wonderful value uh, to the episodes. And I'm so humbled, so excited. And today, today, somebody say today, today, I am so honored to have this amazing guest. Her name is Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Stephanie Kelleher. Stephanie Kelleher is a personal growth strategist and the founder, the founder of Becoming Her Experience. Born and raised in Chi-Town, Chicago, Illinois, she recently moved to Memphis, Tennessee. She spends her days helping single women maximize their singleness and prepare for a thriving, lasting, Christ-centered marriage. Besides her work, Stephanie loves spending time with her husband, Brian, and almost three-year-old Brianna. She also enjoys girls' nights, ebooks, and Disney princesses. I want to welcome you to episode number 70 with Stephanie on the individual within the relationship. And this focus is on the woman. 
Come on, sis. You, Come on in the house. Just like <laughs> I'm excited, D Wendy. I love your energy. I'm ready to chat with you today. Yes, <laughs> I am so excited to have you here today. Come on Thank in. Thank you. Out. Thank you for having me today. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I have to, we have to tell the people how I how I found you, how we how we found each other, how, how I found you, right? Yeah. Stephanie. I don't even know how I found you, but I just found you on IG. I don't even know how or how I was even connected to seeing your stuff. And I started looking at your stuff and looking at your videos. At the time you were doing some videos in purity. And I'm like, somebody speak the truth here, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I love what she's sharing. It's, added, it's, it's, it's aligned with my values. And I'm like, I'm going to start following her because I don't just follow anybody, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to follow her. And then I, and then I reached out and we went for dinner and had a wonderful, wonderful time with you. Just, it just felt like we were already, we had already met each other. So here you are today, Grace. Yes. With your presence. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So yes. I was, um, like you said, I was doing a purity series. Yeah. Um, and I think initially you were like, okay, are you a purity girl? Like, what do you talk about? And I'm like, purity is just one tiny snippet yes. of, uh, of what I'm talking about. And so uh, again, I'm just very grateful to be here. Um, and what we're talking about today is truly the introduction to um, where I always start my conversations with women who are saying that they want to be dating. For all the men out there, don't worry. I'm not going to make it all about women. This is holistic thing if my yeah. husband were sitting right next to me it would be like yes whatever she said apply it to your life yes. too so yes. that's so good I'm glad you said that thank you sis because there are men who listen to the podcast and I don't want them to just turn it off turn it off and be sure. like oh this is just for women so thank you for because for, I made a mistake and said that so yes this is also for men too for sure for sure thank you yep. thank you thank you well tell us more about how did you come into this work how did you come into this calling and more about what you do in terms of helping, helping women, single women maximize their singleness? Yeah. So I came into this cause I was a knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> I came into it because when I was single, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't have the overt training that I should have had. I didn't have the overt, um, you know, upbringing, nobody specifically sat me down and said, Hey, love, I know that you are hearing things, things about sex and purity and dating and all those things, but here's the real, 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 right? Nobody sat me down. You know, my parents, they were amazing parents, but they weren't as emotionally available mm -hmm. um, as, as I needed them to be. And, and as clearly as I needed them to be. Right. And so yeah. Yeah. I learned just like so many other people about mm -hmm. relationships and dating and sex and even friendships and all these concepts through my own mistakes yeah. and through my own experiences. Right. And, um, I want to kind of be that auntie, right? I'm not old enough to be somebody's mama for sure, <laughs> which is why I don't talk about marriage. Our marriage is only almost five years old, so we're still kids. Yeah. But um, I know a lot about singleness. I know about hating singleness, resenting it, being frustrated by it. Um, and I know a lot about what it means to come from a place of not even believing I could be a great wife to um, being actually 
a surprisingly amazing wife, yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, yes. And so that that is what I want to do. I don't want another woman to tell me I spent $10,000 fixing my marriage. My God. I don't, even if you spend $10,000 upfront, your marriage is going to be bomb. Yes. <laughs> if you yes. understand what marriage is, if Come you on. understand what the purpose of being a wife is, right? If yeah. we understand how to fight fairly, these are all the things that I want to teach women how to do. All the things that I want to help women avoid the mistakes of dating poorly and um, just living lifestyles that the world taught them to live as opposed to the lifestyle that God has called us to live, right? I don't want to hear another woman say, ah, oh, I'm sick of being single, it's so boring. Why? Boring. Somebody on. told you a lie. Somewhere down the road, you believed a lie about your singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm team marriage. I would never give up my marriage, yeah. but if I could go back and redo my single years, <laughs> it would be on and popping. So, right. um there were so many things that I learned. I went on what I lovingly refer to as my 10 year involuntary man fast. <laughs> and um, and I yeah, learned. You said 10 year involuntary man fast. <laughs> that is what it was. Yes. Yes. It was definitely involuntary in all caps. <laughs> oh but I learned so much about myself, about mm-hmm. singleness, enjoying my singleness, being content with it healing from past hurts, healing from things I didn't even know were things Ah, so much. So those are all the conversations that I have with women on a regular basis. Um, And, and it all starts truly, truly, truly with healing yourself. Yes. Because before I can get into a relationship with anybody, Mm-hmm. I have to be whole. I have to come from a place, and you know this. I'm sure yes, you have ma'am. this conversation. Yes, ma'am. All the time. Yes, ma'am. Um, even in friendships, if I'm not whole, mm-hmm. then I'm drama. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Absolutely, absolutely. We need you. We. I, I just so I'm so thankful for your ministry, and this is a testament mm-hmm. of how the Lord, like we get healed from our struggles to be to be able to help someone else come on out of their struggle right? So, that's why I'm on the empowered to empower you. Podcast. Right? Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. For sure. So tell us more about paint a picture of the ideal woman that you work with and, 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 and what are her challenges as a single woman? I know you just kind of touched on it in the introduction of that, but just yeah. kind of break it down a little bit more if you can. Yeah. So the women that I love to work with, first of all, it can be pretty much any kind of woman, a single, single, I like to call them single, single, right? (laughs) Or someone who dating, someone who's engaged, someone who's newly married. We all have to learn the foundational principles of good relationships and of good marriages. Yes. And so including newlyweds, I meet so many newlyweds who have complete culture shock because they're like, this is not what Disney told me marriage was going to be. Oh my God. Right. And so I have a whole program for engaged women only, right? Mm-hmm. Um, women who are finding their singleness boring or frustrating or unfulfilling. I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to give you a different perspective. If you know, you want to be married one yeah. day, but you're terrified that um, you're not good enough. Yeah. You don't know how to control your baggage. 
um, you have all these fears surrounding your marriage. You've never seen a good one, so you don't have good examples. Mm -hmm. Those are the women that I'm talking to. Those are the women who I, my experience in my life has set me up to help. So the, you know, you said there's a few things that, and if you like, I'm taking notes uh, along with you for sure. So the things that I heard you say, the single, single woman, right? So this is the woman, because you can be single and still have attachments, or you could be single, my God, or be in entanglements. (laughs) You're not really single. Okay. You know something about it. When I say single, yeah. single women, yeah. I mean all of those women. I mean specifically women who are not dating. Okay. Yes. So single, yes. single, like I'm not dating right now. Those, a lot of those women are like, I don't ever want to get married. Mm. And what they're really saying is I'm terrified. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. I've hardened my heart yes. to the point that I don't want to be married. Those are the women who it's like, sis, you it's okay that you've been hurt. I get that. I yeah. totally get that. But we serve a God who came to set us free oh, and to heal the broken. Yeah. And let's get you there. And then if you decide you never want to be married, cool. Yes. But don't live a whole life lying to yourself yeah. because you don't know how to face the pain yes. that you've encountered. Yes. Yes, especially what, because they've seen so many, like you said, so much dysfunction or they so, yeah. through so much heart, heartbreaks that they start, yeah. they tell themselves a narrative that all Absolutely. men are bad. It, Absolutely. There's no it's problem. not true, sis. You know, there are so amazing yes. men of God. I believe who actually are, are a lot of them are going through the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how does, how do these women, so most if a woman is single or engaged mm-hmm. or dating and she mm-hmm. maybe believes that lie that you know what i'm good i'm not mm-hmm. i don't even want i don't even know if i want marriage because mm-hmm. because they are terrified mm-hmm. how are they coming to you how how are they willing to say okay i'm gonna work with stephanie right even if i don't i don't want to get married i'm terrified the word am the word marriage right. even terrifies me how are they coming to you that's so funny that you asked that. I was just talking to a friend of mine last night and we were talking about something and then she happened to slide in. Also, I never want to get married. Mm. So nobody's ever going to say to me, I'm so broken that I want to be married, but I'm scared. Yeah. I've never heard somebody say that to me. Yes. But yes. I have heard women say, I don't want to get married. When you say to me, I don't want to get married. <laughs> With the rolling you up rolling the your head, <laughs> you got an attitude. Yes. There's yes. a story behind the head roll and the attitude. So yes. you can tell me what you want to say with your words. My dad used to say, you can make your mouth say anything. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right? right. But God is, I have seen it. I have been her, right? Yes. I've seen it enough to be able to understand that there's more. So I just start asking questions. Yes. And I let them come to their own conclusion of, dang, I do want to get married. Mm. I do love the idea of somebody who's going to be responsible with my heart and love me like Jesus loves me, not perfectly like he does, but who's going to submit his life as I submit my life 
and love me as best as he can under the covering of God. Oh yeah, I want that. Did you just say the S word? trash that I'm seeing. You just mm-hmm. said the S word? You just said the S word? I'm sorry, did I just curse on your podcast? <laughs> Are we saying the submission word? You <laughs> I'm sorry, did I curse? You said you, said you curse, you just curse, you just curse. <laughs> because Let that me part right there. When, when I learned yes. the freedom that submission brings to my life, Yes, yes. I was like, Lord, please send me somebody to submit to. Man, absolutely. please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. There is so much freedom Talk and about so that. much peace. Yes. And following, and this is again, this goes back to healing because I have to be able to discern and pick a man who is going to submit to Christ and lead me under the authority of Christ. Not his experiences, not his own version of submission, because we do have some trained men out here. (laughs) I'm not taking that away from anybody. What I'm also saying is there are men who are responsible, Mm -hmm. who love Jesus and are looking for a woman who they can be the head of not the one who is the puppeteer, right? right? They just want to love God and have somebody come alongside them and love God with them. Absolutely. And as a woman, Mm -hmm. when I'm submitted to to the man that I've I've said yes to, Mm -hmm. it's so freeing Mm -hmm. for me to say, babe, what's the vision? Yes. Let's talk about the vision. Let's talk about the direction we're going in this year, five years from now, our life. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? And how can I support you in that using the gifts, the callings, the talents that I have? Yes. yes right. Yes. That, it, there's just freedom in there. Oh, it, there's it. just freedom. I love it. I love it. Somebody just got free just now. Just hear Woo! it. So how- and let, let me say this. Y'all yes. can see I'm a feisty chick. <laughs> Right. Okay. It's very clear that I'm feisty. Yeah. So there is no man right. running around here telling me, woman, go do this, because he will get a side eye and eye roll. Okay. Listen. <laughs> um, but there is there is a godly order, and I believe mm-hmm. in the order that God has established, mm-hmm. and it is freeing. Let me tell you, when you understand it, when you live in it, it is it is freeing and it brings peace. So just for, just to level set, I, I know this is a quick detour, quick commercial break. Yeah. How do you define submission? That's such a great question. I was actually just reading about it today in um, First Peter, as well as in First Corinthians. Listen, submission is just, mm, okay. Submission to Christ, right? Yes. <laughs> There's two yes. different types of submission. Yes. Submission to Christ yes. is obedience to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to be obedient to Christ at all costs, regardless of if my feelings get hurt, regardless mm-hmm. of if it costs me the sacrifice, we have to be 100% obedient to Christ, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Obedience to sub- sub- submission to my husband mm-hmm. looks like this. Babe, I want to go here. Mm-hmm. That's what the husband says, right? The wife says, well, I want to go there. Right. And the husband says, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do we, what are your thoughts on that? Why do you want to go there? Right. Mm -hmm. The wife says, well, she gives him the whole business plan, right? She gives him the whole purpose of why she wants to do it. And he says, you know what? I like that idea, but I really feel like we still need to go here. Mm -hmm. The wife says, okay, babe, let's go here. Now, 
sometimes what happens is it is an utter failure. <laughs> it's an utter failure. And the wife, being a fully submitted wife, 100% resists the urge to say, I told you we should have gone there. Instead, what she says is, how can I support you in getting us back on the right track, babe? Mm. How can I come alongside you and help you? Yeah. Also, would you like to try going there now? Listen, I have not always been that submitted. <laughs> Even more truthfully, I am not always that submitted. Yeah, <laughs> but that is the goal, right? The goal is to be able to say, okay, babe, you want to try this? Let's go for it. Let's try it. Is it going to cause me more drama? Possibly. 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 Is it going to frustrate me? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? God has put him mm-hmm. as the head. I'm not the head. Absolutely. If my boss at work tells me to do something that I don't want to do, and I say, hey, I really don't think, have you considered, and my boss says, yep, thought about that, we're going this way. Guess mm-hmm. what? I'm going that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'm not about to sit here and do something. Listen, this is my job on the line. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the same is true with my husband. He is the head of the house. He is the one that God has given authority to. And when the Lord comes to me, he's going to be like, Hey, I know that you had great ideas. Even I know that you heard me, Yes. but I told you first and foremost to submit to your husband. Yes. Uh, A fun, quick story. Mm -hmm. When we first were deciding to move to Memphis, my Mm -hmm. husband was like, absolutely 100%. No. I was like, babe, the Lord is saying we need to move to Memphis. He's like, no. So I went to the Lord. What do you want me to do? The Lord said, submit to your husband. I'm like, but Lord, he's saying exactly what you did not say. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Immediately when I submitted to my husband, I felt a wave of peace. Wow. And a week later, my husband said, we need to go to Memphis. Mm. God is more impressed. God is more, not impressed. He's not impressed necessarily, but he's more um, it's more important to God yes. that we obey what God is saying mm-hmm. and the order that he's telling us to have mm-hmm. and for us to be right. Mm-hmm. I am not saying be abused. That's right. That's right. I am not saying put yourself in a dangerous situation. Or be a doormat. Mm-hmm. Do, do not hear that. Mm-hmm. That is not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. get yourself out of unsafe situations go stay at your mom's house go to a hotel get yeah. your children out of an unsafe situation do not be in an unsafe situation right but if it's within the confines of god's word mm-hmm. and you're not sinning and you're not in danger mm-hmm. submit to your husband absolutely absolutely that's a whole nother episode, okay? Because exactly what, 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 how do you define it according to the word, of course? Because mm-hmm. people have some women have so many different narratives, lies around that word, and it all, it always is, is mostly often attached to the I don't want to get married as well, right? Yeah, some man, yeah. what to do, or I don't want, uh, uh-uh, like, or. What about when the man is not a believer? The Bible says, submit, submit to your husband as, as, as he submits, as Christ, as he submits, as unto the Lord, right? As unto the For Lord. Sure. So what mm-hmm. if he's not 
in relationship with the Lord, how am I submitting to somebody who's not a Christian, who's not? So that's a whole nother, I don't know if you want to touch that. It is. Now, but And I would recommend yeah. um, First Corinthians. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians, I want to say it's um, 10, 11, First Corinthians 11. Mm -hmm. um speaks mm -hmm. to that directly there's also i want to say first peter three mm -hmm. also talks um directly to those questions about um how do i submit specifically to my husband and first peter and first corinthians both also speak to how do i submit to an unsaved person yes 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 I've seen, yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. It talks about how the wife should behave for sure. Mm -hmm. I put that in the show. Here, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. No problem. Uh, real quick. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead to your next, yeah, yeah, yeah. next question so, and then we can come back. Absolutely. So the married woman who, the married woman is coming to you. So we talked about the challenges of the single woman. You know, she's yeah. afraid of being married. She's afraid of marrying. She has been through hurt. She's been through heartbreak. She has some distorted, yeah. she has some distorted truths about marriage and what it means to be in relationship or what it means to, to, to submit to the authority of, of a husband and all of those things. Right. But the married mm -hmm. woman, right. The one who's yeah. engaged or, or the one who's just newly married, the challenges that you notice, yeah. she is now uh, freaking out, if I could say that, about, oh my gosh, what yeah, as she should be, <laughs> right? Because now she is now in a whole, her life has changed. <laughs> her life has changed yeah. significantly. And so what challenges do you notice with the married woman uh, for your program? Yeah. Yeah. Let me just tell you these verses really quickly about okay. submission. Yes. Um, First Corinthians 11, three through 16. Nice. Okay. Ephesians 5, 21 through 33 and first Peter three, one through six. Right. Um, I've just kind of been studying. It's so funny that you asked, cause I've been studying that over the past couple of days, um, for the married woman, mm -hmm. newlyweds often have this shock of, is this what I signed up for? Mm -hmm. I literally was just talking to a woman who has been a client um and she literally said I don't know that this is what I signed up for mm. and I said you signed up for everything from sickness and health to richer or poorer for better or worse yes. till death do you part yes this is that better or worse part that they snuck in there yes 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 <laughs> didn't believe them about <laughs> yes Oh my gosh. Yes. And I said to her, she said, a lot of people are asking me how we're doing. I said, it's probably all married women. And it's because they know, <laughs> they know right. that you weren't ready for this. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes. And so the, the biggest thing that married women, newlywed women find is just the culture shock of how could I have loved this man? And now he gets into my house I marry him because even women who have lived with a man for so long, after they get married, the dynamic shifts. Mm -hmm. It just shifts. Mm -hmm. So if you've been watching a man chew in a way that you know you don't like to hear men chew mm -hmm. or people in general, mm -hmm. for some reason, when you get married, it clicks in your head like, I'm going to have to listen to this for the rest of my life. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. It just begins. You, it, it's a new level of covenant. It's a new level of commitment. And so for some reason, it just becomes more real. So I often tell women, especially when they're engaged, the red flags are important to me. If you have one red flag, this relationship is over. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do red flags at all. But yellow flags are just as important to identify and be aware of because those are the things you're going to live with for the rest of your life. Yes. And that is what I find most newly married women and men, to be quite frank, because we get on their nerves just as much as they do on ours, but don't tell them I said that. (laughs) I'm not. Um, (laughs) But we don't take into consideration how those little things mm-hmm. when you realize there is no leaving there is no like you wake up with it you go to sleep with it mm-hmm. you you go throughout your like that is your life now right and so it may have been cute for you to go over his house once or twice a week and it was messy but now that you live in that space yeah it's a whole other ballgame. And so, again, the biggest thing that I find with newlywed women is the culture shock of um, just marriage, what marriage really is, mm-hmm. how communication um, plays a huge part in marriage, and um, just overall learning to live with somebody. Um, because we think, right, I had a sibling and I had roommates. So obviously I know how to do marriage. <laughs> right. Oh my God. That is not the case. Oh you God. are going to have culture shock if that's your mind frame. Trust me. That was my thought. And it, it it's not the same. Yeah. It's just not the same. So yeah. So it sounds like you do a lot of work around the mind with these. Absolutely. With, yeah. With them for sure. And a lot of work around the mind and a lot of work around purpose. Yes. Because once once I understand the purpose of marriage mm-hmm. and what true marriage is, mm-hmm. and once I understand my role in marriage, mm-hmm. it's easier for me to accept the things I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. It's also easier for me to um, stick it out and stay committed to the things that I was not pre- that I was not prepared for yeah. and the things that um, are throwing me off. Absolutely. Absolutely. So true. So what is important? I know we touched on it earlier. What is important just based on your work with, with these women, the programs that the the programs that you have and the influence that you have, what is important to focus on before dating and before marriage? We talked about wholeness for sure and healing. Um, but based on what you've seen. The two biggest things that I recommend people focus on before marriage are um first of all it's gonna sound selfish but it's not it's very biblical focus on you yeah yeah focus on you jesus tells um in in matthew 7 5 he says make sure you remove the speck from your own eye yes yes and then in mark 12 31 he reminds us love yourself as your neighbor yes if i don't love myself I can't love somebody. I can't love my neighbor. I can't have to love myself. Right. And so the healing and the wholeness, it's so vital. It's vital, not even to relationships to me and you and our, and your audience as thriving men and women of Christ. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. As men and women who are bringing purpose mm -hmm. and filling gaps in the earth, mm -hmm. we can't be bleeding on the space that we're supposed to be bringing healing to. We can't be walking around dying inside and trying to help heal somebody else. That's, it's not going to work for very long. Yeah. That's called burnout. Mm -hmm. That's how you get resentful, mm -hmm. right? We don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. The second thing is enjoy it. Yes. So yes. many people are frustrated and annoyed and bothered mm -hmm. and only focusing on how do I get a man? How do I get a woman? Listen, the best way, the best way. <laughs> best way. Yes. The best way to do it mm -hmm. is to enjoy your life. Mm -hmm. Go travel, mm -hmm. start your business, get your de degree, lose the weight you've been talking about losing, enjoy your life, find your purpose. Mm -hmm. What's your point of being on earth? Why were you created? Right. When you do those things, you become attractive. Come on. Have you ever noticed that when somebody's out traveling and, and enjoying themselves and, and just having a good time, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about anything simple. Right. right. I love a good mocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drink. Yeah. First of all, with all the energy that I have, I don't even need coffee, let alone, <laughs> let alone yeah. some of the drinks. But, but I know how to have fun. I know how to enjoy myself. Me and you, the first time we, we had dinner, we were like cracking up and yes, it doesn't take a lot. Oh, you have to get your mind in a space that says, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to take the time to enjoy my life. People are like, I'm so busy. I don't have time. My love, this is the busy you choose. Indeed. You can choose to take some things off your plate right now, but when you have a husband and some babies running around, you don't get to choose as, as much. <laughs> this is a busy that you've chosen. Yeah. So choose to take some of that busy off. Choose to enjoy yourself. Choose to have a ladies night. Go hang out with the fellas. Yeah. Choose to take this time to do the things that are fulfilling to you and that are fulfilling the purpose that God created you for. Absolutely. So those are the two things. Make sure you heal yourself and make sure you're not so focused on being single that you miss it because you will want it back one day. <laughs> you get married. When you get married, you're gonna be like, dang, I should have gone to the wherever more often. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So mindset, purpose, healing, yeah. love yeah. yourself. Definitely learn yes. to love yourself. Learn to know yourself. Find out what you learn. You know, if somebody said it, learn if a man to know yourself. yourself. Tell me what you like. And you're like, um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I mean, I, <laughs> like, I promise you that's a real story. I promise you, my husband was like, when we were dating, what do you like? I don't, I don't really know because my husband's very adventurous. He likes to go to ball games, he likes to travel, he likes to get out. I like sitting in my house mm. I didn't know that that was a hobby right I didn't know that reading my books chilling up in a cozy hot chocolate cup in my hand mm. under some nice blankets yes. that is a hobby because I had not explored myself enough mm. to articulate that that is what I enjoy doing nothing 
Absolutely. It is on my calendar to do nothing today. (laughs) And you know what's so, so, so key, you can tell me more, but you know, when people don't have, or they, when they have not explore those things that fill their cup, I call it fill your joy cup, right? And you get married and you explore this man to make you happy all the time. Like he, it is not his responsibility or her responsibility to make you happy or to make your mood. Like you need to have your own things. (laughs) He or she is not even capable of doing it. Yes. Yeah. He or she is not even equipped with the capacity yeah. to do it. Yeah. We want to, we want to make idols. Oh, did you, did you say the I word? Uh, maybe, sorry, sorry, beep it out. <laughs> idols. We want to make idols of people and people's jobs are not to fill us. Come on. God's job is to fill us. God's job is to help us to be whole, to be our healer and our comforter. That's specifically what the Bible says in Isaiah, the Holy Spirit was going to do. He's the one who's bringing healing and comfort to our lives. Not your husband, not your wife. We're going to let that marinate a little bit, huh? <laughs> I just have to have a moment of silence for that to just kind of digest real good. <laughs> that, that is a tough truth for yeah. people to swallow. That, that's not mm-hmm. his point. Hey, this is what I always say. It, a relationship is not a coping mechanism. Come on. A relationship is never going to take away the negative things in your life. In fact, a relationship is going to do the opposite. It's going to magnify them. Come on, it's going to expose. Because your stuff is rubbing against somebody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. And the likelihood of you all triggering each other is way higher <laughs> than the likelihood of his drama healing your drama. <laughs> Yes, yes. And so you have to do that work. You have to know you. You have to know what you enjoy. You have to know how to take a break and step back. You have to know that you are responsible for that. I know that he's the head of our house. Listen, listen. I'm ooh, I'm gonna say something. Y'all ready? Ready. He's not responsible for your spiritual growth. All right, come on, come on. The fact that he's the head of your house does not mean you get to drop your relationship with Jesus. Come on. Yes. Because when, when we go to Christ, he's not going to say, why didn't your husband read the word to you? Mm-hmm. You know that it says in the word that he's going to cover, wash you in the word. Hmm. That's not what he's going to say. It does say that. And he should do that. And when he goes to Christ, if he hasn't watched you in the word, the Lord is going to say, why didn't you watch her in the word? Yeah. Yeah. But he's going to ask you, why didn't you get filled on my word? Why didn't you hide my word in your heart? Why didn't you write my word on your, on your doorpost and on your, on your, um, your, your post of your door? Yes. 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 He's not going to come at your husband or your wife. He's going to ask you. 
I've heard so many married women who come to as a therapist and I've heard them say things like, I am so lonely. Because marriage, they discovered, unfortunately, marriage does not cure loneliness. It's not. It does not. Guess what? Marriage also doesn't cure purity. Absolutely. Women think, and men too, that if I get married, then I'll stop being addicted to porn. That's a lie from the devil. That's a lie. They think if I get married, I'll stop um, having, have masturbating and having sex with people outside of it. Yep. Nope. It's not true. It's not true. If you don't know how to exercise self-control now, wherever you're at, it's not a magic pill that you have a ring and some vows and all of a sudden you're holy and you're, you're self-controlled. No, the Bible says be self-controlled. The Bible says that there is a grace. Mm -hmm. The point of grace, part of the point of grace is to help you say no to immorality, to sin. The grace of God helps us. Yes. to say no to sin Come on. not a husband not a wife it's not their job it's not in their capacity they will not fix you they will not heal you they will not take away all those things that we believe the lie yes. that it's not it's not it's not they're not gonna do it Amen. he's not gonna do it she's not gonna do it you have to do the work you have to sit with the lord and allow the Lord to heal you in your life. Yes, and transform you. My gosh, my gosh. Okay, this is so good, sis. This is so good. Okay, look, I'm going to switch gears for a second because I could yeah, see you could be here for like two days. <laughs> this could be a retreat. Ooh. Right, right. Ooh, that's an idea. Anyways, let me, let me not, let me stop. All right. Okay. Maybe next year, maybe a couple years. <laughs> Write right. that down in the notes. <laughs> right, 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 right. Future point. Future point. Talk about when a woman, because you only work with women, correct? Yes. Right now, eventually, my husband will get on board, and then we'll be, we'll be there. But yeah, right now, it's only women. Okay. So talk about. Let's switch gears for a second. A woman comes to see you, or or, or a woman is working with you. Uh, whether she's single, I'm sure there's, like you said, there's different packages for the, 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 the woman as a single, single, the woman who's dating, the woman who's engaged, the woman yeah. who's married. Okay. Um, talk about from, from beginning to end, how might you walk her through? I know that varies based on what status she has, but how might you walk her through in your program? Yeah. So the overall process is the same for everybody. Um, it's just the detail of what mentorship program you choose and is best for you. Um, that's the only difference between um, whatever your marital status is. So the first thing that we would do is have a consultation and we'll talk about um, how to get to the details of that consultation in a little bit. Um, and, and we just kind of make sure that, first of all, I'm the right person for you, right? Also that you're um, really ready to make some life changes and some life choices and that, um, you know, that we're, that we're a good fit for each other. Um, the next thing that we'll do is we'll kind of, uh, if we decide to work together, we'll go ahead and get the paperwork together and do all the boring stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll send over an information sheet. So that sheet is just going to give me a little more insight, right? Again, 
during our consultation, I'm going to really be hearing some of the things that need work, right? So if you tell me, I don't want to be married. I'm like, okay, sis, we'll talk about that later, right? Uh, but the information sheet really helps me understand a little more um, the directions I need to focus in, the areas I need to focus in, as well as, um, you know, any any type of hindrances that are working in the relationship, things like that. Um, and then we'll start talking about just, um, you know, making sure that, um, I'm sorry, I kind of lost track on my notes. Here we go. Once we start working together, we'll decide which is the, you know, which is the best program for you to go through. And so that program can go anywhere from nine weeks to 90 days. Okay. Just again, depending on where you're at, if you're already engaged and you're married, we don't need to talk about how to get a boyfriend, right? right <laughs> so things like that. We're not going to talk about things that are not pertinent to you. And then um, we'll just start going into our assignments. So each week um, there's a different conversation unless one of those conversations needed more time. Um, but there are a list of conversations. We start out off the bat healing. We start off with all the me stuff, right? And everybody from single, single women through engaged women, we talk about your singleness. Because if you still have three months of singleness left, maximize your singleness, you know? Um, and then we kind of move into relationships. We kind of move into experiences. If you're a single woman, I want you to have fun with your singleness. So what are you doing to fulfill your singleness, to enjoy, find your purpose, those types of things? What type of experiences are you having in your singleness? And then we move into relationships all the way from friendship. Yes. Here's what I know. A, a friendship with a man should look very different than a friendship with a woman. Yes. Yes. This is a huge space of getting caught up. We need to have a tribe. Society has taught us that women can't trust women. That's a lie from the pit of hell. It's a lie. And we have to know what type of women to be around. And then we go through what is marriage? What's the purpose of being a wife? How do you be a good wife? What are my fears around being a wife? All of those things. Um, and then once we've kind of talked about those things, given some assignments, there's a workbook that goes along with it. So you can take notes and ask yourself really good questions and, and have kind of a, a little booklet, a book for yourself of your notes, yeah. um, then you're done. You get your certificate of completion. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love yeah. such a needed, this again, I said this early, this is such a needed service and I, I, I know you're adding so much value. Let me just kind of ask you, there are, let's say there are many people listening right now. Mm -hmm. um, this podcast, thankfully, thank you, Lord, reaches hundreds of hundreds of people. And praise the Lord for every one of them. Yes. Let's say there's a woman or a man, um, a woman or a man, somebody's listening and they're really, really struggling. They're like, okay, I hear you. Let's, let me, I'm going to give two scenarios so you can really touch on both of them because I want to make sure that you share what's on your heart. Um, okay. A woman who is single, single, and she hears yeah. you and, but she's really struggling with her insecurity. She's really thinking that she has to be um, she has to have a man to make her whole. She has to, you know, she's consumed and obsessed with looking on dating apps and getting all these mm -hmm. subscriptions and, you know, jumping on the next every, you know, 
singles conference, <laughs> just so consumed because she just doesn't feel, and, and she's focusing on time. Well, maybe I'm running mm. out of time. And maybe there are people in her life, like her mother, unfortunately, her grandparents who are telling her, baby, when are you going to give me yes. some kids? Or, yes. or society pressures, right? What do you say to this woman? What can, and just feel free to just take a couple minutes to just minister to that woman. Yeah. First, let me say I was that woman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was her. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, like I said, the Lord took me on this journey through a 10 year involuntary man fast. I'm not wishing that on anybody. I'm not blessing y'all with that experience. I've already done that so I can help you do it. But what I know is community is so important. You need to be surrounded. That's why the enemy is so good at telling us that women can't get along. We're too catty. We fight all the time because he knows that if I have a tribe of women surrounding me, I can do anything. I can do anything. I can stick it out. I can press through. And I can wait on a man who is going to be Christ-centered, who's going to have my best interest in in mind, who's going to protect my purity, and who's going to be a husband to me in the way that Christ designed the relationship of marriage to be. So you need a tribe to be held accountable to, right? And I don't mean like, can you be my accountability partner? And call me every day and make sure I'm not sinning. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, when I was going to do something dumb, I knew I was going to do something dumb. You know when you're going to do something crazy. I will call my accountability and be like, hey, FYI, I'm kind of thinking about doing this stupid thing. And I just wanted to let you know because I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah. That automatically let me know I couldn't do it. Yeah. Because not only was I going to have to report to God about it, because I'm so insecure, I'm giving my body to people who don't deserve my body, I am um, drinking my problems away, or all these, whatever, whatever your vice is, right? Be held accountable to that. Because then not only are you not going to need to repent to the Lord, it's embarrassing and annoying and frustrating to have to go back. When they call you and say, hey, girlie, so how'd it go last night? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You want to be able to say, girl, I was tripping. You don't want to have to say, sis, I messed up again. My God. And if you do have to say that, you want somebody who says, sis, I got your back. Do you need to cry it out? Do you need to pray? Do we need to fast? Mm -hmm. We were created for community. This, bro, you don't need a relationship. You don't need to be dating somebody. You don't need marriage. What you need is a community of people who love you and who will help you learn to exercise self-control in the Lord. That's what you need. If you're lonely and you're um, depressed and you're having all these frustrations and insecurities and fears about marriage, listen, you need the love of Christ to come and saturate you. 
Yes, ma'am. That's what you need. You need to get into the word and hear what God says. He says that he loves you so much that he sent his only son. I love y'all. I'm not sending my daughter for you. Okay. Come on. (laughs) Not that my daughter can do anything for you anyway. Right, right, right. But that's how much, like, really think about that. He gave his son, even knowing that we were knuckleheads. He loves us and he wants us to connect with him in a way that we know his love. It's so difficult, especially for men with no fathers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. To get this concept. But I promise you, begin to saturate your mind with the word of God. Begin to hear what God says about you and how he wants to cover you and love you in a deep, profound, passionate way. That is how you're going to find what you're looking for. That's how you're going to find your wholeness, your contentment, your healing, your purpose, your excitement for life. It's not through a relationship. It's not through marriage. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I know somebody is being touched right now for sure. What about somebody who's married or they've already booked the marriage? They've already booked the wedding, excuse me. They've already booked the wedding. Being, um, they're about to say yes, or they already married, and yeah. they're and they're thinking, "Oh my gosh, I am, I am struggling. I'm not feeling whole. I am not. Maybe my husband is not whole, but I'm not feeling uh, secure. I'm looking to him, or I am being a workaholic. So I spend more time at work because I don't want to be at home with him. Um, and now I have children, right? Um, Oof, yeah." I know though, I literally know those marriages. Yes, Here's the thing. It's the exact same thing. Yes, yes. That God is not like, well, for the single people, I want you to do this. And for the married people, no, we're all people. Absolutely. He loves you wherever you are. His love is available to you wherever you are. If you're married, particularly with children, you, here's the thing. I love when people are like, I'm tired of praying because prayer doesn't do anything. Mm, A lie. The reason prayer doesn't do anything Mm -hmm. is because when you're praying, you're not waiting for the strategy. When you're praying about something, you should be listening and reading the word of God and God is going to give you a strategy to fix the problem that you're encountering. Here's the other thing. God doesn't give us strategy how we expect strategy to look. So I know a woman who literally mm-hmm. hates being around her husband. Mm-hmm. God says, I want you to do two things. I want you to give him time to himself, to just be by himself. And I want you to make sure you're being intimate with him on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Now the married women know, and the women who have, um, who have given their virginity away know I'm not trying to be intimate with you if I have an attitude with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But God says, this is what I want this woman to do, right? So we have to go to God as wives and ask him for the strategy yeah. because his strategy is so contrary to what we want, what we think, right? The word tells us that his thoughts are not our thoughts. Yeah. His ways 
are so mind-blowingly different than our ways. And if we try to take matters into our own hands, and if we try to start writing strategies and brainstorming, then it's not going to work. So when we need a strategy for something, we have to go to God and ask him what it is that he wants us to do, how he wants us to fix the problem. And I guarantee you it'll work. And that, that will be very difficult. Well, not even difficult, impossible if the woman or the man has not submitted to God, has not accepted Christ as Lord and personal savior, has not absolutely in relationship with the Lord, right? That absolutely. Possible. My gosh. Ooh. Absolutely. And I, I always say too, like I, I <laughs> you know, somebody recently asked me for people who are not saved, what do you say to them? And I say, hey, I, I um, don't have strategy. <laughs> Even people who are not saved, for instance, business owners and people who are making millions of dollars, they use biblical principles. Right. Yep. They they use biblical principles because they work. The strategy works, and so I don't I don't even know where to begin without Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing <laughs> other than come. <laughs> Um, come get to know him well before so the last thing I want to ask you because I know we are way past our time but it's all it's all good it is all good it's all good is <laughs> tell us more about how can people work with you and, if, and and I'll ask you the the last question I ask you is if there's anything else you want to share that I didn't get to ask you today anything on your heart but tell us how people can work with you yeah so um I love connecting with people on Instagram uh you can meet me there at um, the underscore becoming her underscore experience. Um, or you can go to stephaniekelleher.com and join our e-tribe. We're always having like insider stuff on the e-tribe. So um, there's lots of interviews and lots of stuff going on there. Um, and those are really the best two ways to connect with me. If you're interested in the mentorship, specifically you wanna learn more about it or you wanna schedule a consultation, you can go to stephaniekelleher.com slash transform. Nice. Um, and then when we have our consultation, if you let me know that you um, are from the podcast, you'll get a 30% discount <laughs> if we end up working together. So this is just for you and, and your people, B. Wendy. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. So say that again. So if they hear, if they come to you, they call you and they told you that, you know, because you're going to ask them, how did you hear of you? How did you hear of me? Yep. They say, why yep. podcast? Then they get a 30% discount. That is absolutely, amazing. that is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put all your information in the show notes for sure so people can see. Okay, sounds good. So is there anything else is that I didn't ask you that you want to share when it comes to becoming, when it comes to the focus of, the, the whole individual, becoming the whole individual um, the, or the individual within the relationship or becoming whole before you get in the relationship, whatever. Is there anything that you would like to share that I didn't ask you? Well, like you said, we could talk for another three days. Um, <laughs> there's just so much going through my mind right now, but I think the, the important things are the things that we've talked about. Like relationships are not coping mechanisms. Mm. they're not going to heal anything ever. Mm. They're not created to, to bring healing. So if you need a therapist, if you need um, a life coach, if you, whatever you need, if you need a, a community and a tribe, get it. Yep. 
get get the healing that you need. The Lord said, I came to heal people, right? And so make sure that you are positioning yourself to be healed. And the second thing is, please don't go into marriage without having a biblical understanding of what marriage is, of what a husband is if you're a man, and of what a, a wife is if you're a woman. Because even with that very strong foundation, there's still going to be culture shock. We just, we don't come from a culture that teaches us what true marriage is. That's why our divorce rates are so high, right? So make sure that you do your homework and you understand what marriage is from a biblical perspective, what your covenant is to the Lord when you're getting married and what your role is in that marriage once you get there. Amen. So those are the those are the the two the, the spaces. Amen. Ooh, thank you, sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you for gracing the yeah. with your presence, with your powerful message, with your influence, with the anointing on your even on your on what you're doing, and with the value that you add into people's lives for sure. I'm so I'm so honored to to have this conversation with you, and I know that many people who are listening, I'm expecting people to blow up your your email. Blow up your phone number. Amen. Okay. Amen. <laughs> this is needed. And I can, you know, if you ever want to come back, you just let me know because there's room Amen. for you. <laughs> Amen. I appreciate that. I really appreciate your time and thank you to your audience for um for just listening. It's so I always say that um married people, married women totally get the point of this of this mentorship program. And and it's the single women, they you don't know what you don't know. Right. Um, Very true. So I'm, I'm blessed by this, by this experience and this time with you. And I, I pray that your um, audience is blessed as well. Pray too. I pray too. Well, y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode, episode number 70. Um, I cannot wait for you to hear from you about how you, this podcast was a blessing to you. Again, feel free. I'm going to put the information to connect with Stephanie in the show notes. So please blow her up. If you are married and you don't have any of those issues and your marriage is thriving and it's a Christ-centered marriage, you know somebody who would benefit from this. Don't be selfish. Share that with another young lady. Share that with another young man. Share that with your family. Share it with somebody else for sure. So uh, I look forward to be back with another dynamic episode, y'all, and have a wonderful week on purpose. And sis, thank you so, so much. And I'll talk with you. Thank you. You're welcome.